0: We are all works in progress. What if we took that a step further, inspiring people to pause for a moment and ask themselves, what else is possible? And that's what this podcast is all about. Go do the thing. Do it messy and do it anyway. Choose joy. Get curious about your life. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Thank you so much for joining me today on the Discovering Amazing Possibilities podcast. I have some exciting guests with me today, Kitty Gonzalez and Stephanie Verscho. Kitty is such an amazing, talented, and gifted human being on a mission to equip you with the tools to envision and create a life of your own choosing so that you can seize every possibility during your time here on earth. She's a professional coach a yoga teacher reiki practitioner and founder of the yoga program wherever forever she also has a group coaching program called the alignment stephanie is also a very gifted and talented amazing human being she's also a coach motivational speaker energy healer and founder of sb empowerment she is a self-proclaimed joy coach and specializes in helping ambitious achievers and go getters connect with their intuition so they can continue achieving success from a place that feels authentic and intentional. Her mission is to be grounded in empowerment, joy, and fulfillment. And together, they run SVKG Wellness. They are also ch- the chief wellness officers for Little Words Project and empower the community in body mind, and spirit through wellness workshops, nationwide events, encouraging everyone to embrace their little word, fostering a sense of togetherness. For more information on Stephanie and Kitty's programs, you can visit their websites at stephanievershow.com and kittygonzalez.com. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: What an intro. I was going to say, that was so great. I feel so like, okay, let's do this. Hi. Hi, Carmen. Hi. (laughs) I'm so happy you guys said yes
0: to coming on to the podcast. So thank you for being here.
2: Of course. Thank you for
0: inviting us. Always a yes. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about leading with your intuition and creating amazing possibilities on the journey. And sometimes leading with your intuition and taking a chance on yourself just might get you to where you wanted to go all along. So can you each share a little bit, what is your greatest passion as a human being?
2: My greatest passion as a human being? That is a big question, Carmen.
1: Yeah, I was thinking too. I was like, ooh, that's a good one. It is. I
2: think coaching has been like such a gift in helping like bring the passion to life. And Steph, I'm sure, I don't know that this is your greatest passion on, on earth, but I'm sure that you can definitely relate to this. It's like, when you are in a one-on-one session with a client and you, you like see firsthand a breakthrough, I think that it has like really been a passion for me is just like continuing to work with people in this one on one capacity. And I think the greatest shifts are like when you see your clients falling in love with themselves, it's like, Oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. Like you, like the permission that they get to fall in love with themselves. I think my passion is helping people do that. And, also working on myself to do
1: that. I I wholeheartedly agree that. I mean, I think as a coach, it's something that we all like love and thrive to be able to witness. And then when the passion, I think it's this like learning and understanding and ability to coexist with all emotions becomes like such a, like, I mean, passionate. I mean, it's such a big word, but becomes like such a focus on, How do we, like, how do I learn to be sad and happy or to be disappointed and still go get ice cream after and have a good time? I think that passion of, like, understanding my emotions and understanding um, how to coexist with all of it feels pretty uh, important, I guess, therefore a passion. Yeah. I
0: love both of those answers. And you both work in different capacities uh, with energy healing. Kitty, you with Reiki, and Stephanie, you with EFT Tapping. Can you share a little bit how you each work in different ways with your coaching one-on-one clients?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of coaching that I started at the beginning when I became a coach seven years ago or so was more cognitive of the mind. And talk coaching or cognitive coaching and all of that is really valuable and it's really important. But as I figure out in my journey is that if I'm not working or strengthening or healing the trauma, the energy in the body. The breakthroughs still come, but sometimes there aren't as like deep breakthroughs or sometimes there aren't as like long and life lasting, you know? So a few years into it, I realized, okay, I still need to bring that in. I've always been a very like energy person. I've done theta healing, which is another type of energy healing. But with EFT tapping is going into the body and it's also trauma informed, right? A lot of times with the mind and the cognitive coaching, you can, I feel like I was only able to take my clients, but so far, because if there was a trauma, sometimes I felt uncomfortable holding it, or I feel like I didn't have the tools to be able to walk them through what, whatever trauma, whether it's like abuse or something in childhood or just more quote unquote, every, everyday traumas, you know? So with my own experience of healing my own trauma with what I don't like to call it as miscarriage, but it is a few years ago, I I re-remembered EFT tapping and I, and I, it helped me so much that I was like, okay, I really need to bring this with my clients. So now it's just something that, you know, every client gets because it's not just cognitively, but it's like, let's do the healing and the shifting in the body and the energy and open up more space for that healing and that growth. Yes,
2: Yeah. And what I love about EFT tapping too, and like, it, it's the tools that are taught can don't have to just stay in the session with the coach. It's like you learn to use these tools outside of the session, because, you know, as coaches, we're with you an hour a week or so, but you're on your own for the rest of the week. So sometimes when we're just on our own, we can get caught up in like, the thoughts and then the feelings and then the feelings trigger more thoughts and the thoughts trigger more feelings and we can get stuck in this loop that can feel really scary and anxiety provoking. And so when we have these different tools that we can teach our clients to like pause and go into our bodies, that helps break that loop. For me with with my clients, we do practice a lot of Reiki towards like the end of our sessions. Once we've done Some coaching, and then what the Reiki really helps with is relaxing the whole nervous system and getting to this more meditative state of mind, and bring things into this more into the subconscious. You know, where like they're almost in this like sleeping state, and we we have crafted an almost like a a more empowering storyline during the coaching session that I can then repeat back to them during the Reiki. Meditation, and although you know you have to be technically a Reiki practitioner to perform Reiki on yourself or do it mm-hmm. alone, there's this meditative practice that we get to do together. That then my clients can take on their own, and um, there's a lot of visualization involved that I have found helps a lot of my clients. who are like I have a lot of them have a really hard time meditating. If it's just like I'm sitting still and I'm just listening to my breath, my- I get really caught up in my thoughts. And the meditations that we do together are very, we're going on a beautiful journey and, and taking yourself into a beautiful space in nature and really like visualizing the life that you want to create for yourself. And I think that um, that helps a lot of people connect with themselves in a, in a greater way.
0: I know from experience, it really helps me. I, I've had the opportunity working with both of you and doing EFT tapping and Reiki in the same session and that's yeah really experience different things but the healing journey is just as beneficial whether it's eft tapping or reiki so
2: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it's all just like having different tools in your toolbox you know absolutely <laughs> so can you share
0: with us each a little bit on how your intuition good gu- guided you both onto this journey from taking the leap of a Practical corporate career. You were both in that space before you entered the coaching world and the energy healing world, and also maybe a little bit on how you both became business partners and created uh, SVKG Wellness.
2: Well, for me, you know, I studied business. I uh, I majored in marketing and business. I minored in psychology and. I always just like loved my psychology class. I was so excited for my psychology classes and all my business classes, I was like, "Get me out of here, But I stuck with it. Um, and then I went on to, you know, work in a very corporate environment, working at L'Oreal and product development and and marketing. And um, while I was there, I became a, a yoga teacher because I knew that like I just needed something to that felt more spiritual, more connected with community. And I just remember having like a, a dark, difficult night practicing yoga alone in my room, like on a Saturday night with no plans. And I just like heard this voice of like, sign up for yoga teacher training. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to question it anymore. I'm just going to listen to that voice and I'm going to do it. And obviously never looked back on that decision. And then beyond that, you know, I kept teaching yoga and I kept being like, "I I got to do something more that connects with more people. And I remember... Um, my friend at work, let me know that Steph had had resigned from L'Oreal. Steph and I knew each other because we were partnered together in a program of like mentor and mentees. So Steph was like randomly partnered as my mentor. Um, But we never worked on a team together at L'Oreal. But that's how we knew each other, which is so crazy that that's how we connected. And I remember my friend Selena just telling me like, Oh, yeah, Steph resigned. And I was like, Oh, what is she going to do? And She's like, she's going to be a life coach. And I was like, What? I didn't know that that was like a possibility in this life. Like what? (laughs) And then I just kept like you know following Steph on social media and seeing her trajectory, and I was like, this sounds awesome. And a few years later, I signed into the Joy Method, which is Steph's coaching group program. And a few weeks after I finished that, I started my coaching certification.
1: It's like so beautiful how everything is so intertwined. Like we were talking about that, Katie and I, a few weeks ago and we're like, who would have thought that, you know, so many years ago we just like truly randomly got paired and then now we're just co-creating all these like beautiful things together. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of wild to think about it. Um, Wild. Right. I, so similarly, I was in corporate for, for so many years. It was like over a decade and it was like business marketing. That's what I had studied, but I've always been very spiritual, very connected to my energy, very intuitive, even though, even if I didn't know what it was, or I didn't always follow it, it was just always really been a part of me. And after just going through, I think it was, I mean, it was towards the end of my career, I was just so out of alignment, you know, like I was, I've always been really good at what I, what I did in in corporate, but it was just so out of alignment and out of my purpose that internally I felt just awful. You know, it's like, why am I so sad or why am I so like unenchanted with life? Like, why am I so joyless? And then I hired a coach, which I had never heard of coaching prior to that. And it was probably the most money I had ever spent on like personal development. Cause you know, we spend money on vacation or dinners or gifts, but this was like, wait, what am like, what? And then, but it, you know, it, it helped me commit. And that's when I discovered like all the things that made me, me, all the things that were, you know, my purpose was not in my corporate job. So I went to coaching school just so I could learn more about coaching, because I loved working with my coach. And then I fell in love with coaching. And a year later, very impulsive, I graduated, and I just like quit my job. I always say this, I don't even think I had one client when I quit, it was kind of like, I'm getting my bonus. I'm out, I, I had to follow my intuition. And my family, my husband, they've always been really supportive, but they're definitely more the practical, you know, like, are you sure you want to do this? I was like in my early, almost mid thirties. So I had, a, I, I had already a full career. I've been working for many, many years and it was like, I'm really scared and um, I'm not entirely sure, but I am really, really sure. And that's what like the intuition part came up, you know, where it's like, I think like people have this idea that intuition is like so clean and you know in clarity and you know exactly what it looks like and it's so fun and you're just like dancing in the meadows of I don't know where and it's like not that I don't know if you both would agree with that like intuition can be hard and you want to reject it and you're like ah do I really have to do this like right like it's all of that I mean
2: you reject it for years and years until it's just like stop you can't reject it
1: anymore you can't reject it like you want to keep living in pain okay great continue proceed yeah you want to be happier follow me
2: (laughs) yeah and that thing you were saying about money stuff of like it was the most you know I would spend on vacations and on dinners and and same and now it's just like I would rather spend on
1: any like coaching program than like anything else same I look at my expenses and I was like my budget is for coaching and healers and books. That's all I want to do.
0: <laughs> taking a chance on yourself, taking a bet on yourself.
1: That's the yeah. thing. And you know, a to to uh, I work with a, with energy well, of course, with an energy healer yesterday, I was talking to her and she was like, um, the more we do this, like personal work, the more you be, you have like stronger boundaries around people that are like, I'm going to say lazy. It's not lazy, but are more tolerant of the pain right, right now. You're around people that are like, oh my God, my life sucks. I'm so depressed. I'm so tired. And I feel for them because I was there 10 years ago. But now when I don't feel well, I'm like, I will sit with that for about 2.5 minutes and fine. You can to feel your emotions. And then I'm like, okay, can I do Reiki? Can I do tapping? Can I, you know, can I call my healer? Can I, i going to talk with my coach because I'm like, I just don't want to be that out of alignment for longer than, you know, a day, an hour. So I surround myself with people that are like that too. Like they're less tolerating of being out of alignment. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. You each have unique gifts as coaches, Steph with your intuitive coaching and tapping, and Kitty with your coaching and Reiki. But you also each have group coaching programs. Can you both share with the listeners a little bit about those programs and what sort of people do you each work with?
1: I have. Two that are that have been going on for about four years um and it's the joy method Every, you know everything I do like you said it's like self proclaimed joy coach and um, everything is joy, but really joy. But tell it's, them what it, oh, <laughs> like tell them what it stands for. Kitty's <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. So joy, it's funny because I also discovered in my human design and in my gene keys and in all of these modalities that joy truly like the energy of joy is part of my design, is part of my purpose, part of my gene keys. So even when I found that out later, I'm like, of course, everything is so aligned. But what, what Kitty was, you know, leading me to, to say, it's joy is also, stands for the journey of you, you know, really falling in love with who you are and getting to know yourself better outside of conditioning, outside of how you grew up, outside of what's expected of you. It's like my programs, my coaching, the joy conference, it's all about peeling all these layers that you've learned that are not necessarily yours. So you can get to the core of who you are um and that and that's through and through so the joy method it's 10 weeks and it's more structured week over week we're first starting with like what I call below the iceberg and it's like what are your beliefs what what are the things that you have to release what are the things that you regret like what are your dreams like all of that and then the last four weeks or four or five weeks are more outside so it's like how do you learn to set boundaries self-care habits So you have like a truly a journey of you for 10 weeks where you're getting to know yourself and setting boundaries and discovering your purpose, Um, all kinds of people. I mean, there's definitely the, the spiritual component of it. And when I talk about spirituality, it's just believing that you have an intuition, you have a higher self, right? There's like a universe. It's not religious, although it can be, but it's more about you believe that there's a greater energy that you are a part of. Um so it's people that are spiritual. I have like corporate executives that come, I have small business owners, I have solopreneurs, moms, you know parents like it it really applies to all both of you did it and even though actually you're similar in the sense that you're healers and have your own businesses but really it's people across across the surface and the joy conference it's a it's a two day it's a two day beautiful conference honoring my little girl, Nina, which I talked about earlier in the episode um And it's just a way to honor her and honor the joy within us. So that's, that's really what I, what I focus on outside separately of the work that Katie and I do, that's more corporate and, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they're both so fun. The joy method is, is the program that I like initially introduced me to coaching and it was so great that I was like, okay, I want to do this. Like it was such a great program. And I joined it when I was still working in corporate. And, you know, at the beginning of the program, there's a lot of goal setting and intention setting. And it really takes you through this journey of like, okay, well, like, what kind of person do I need to grow into to make these shifts? How do I hold myself accountable to make these changes? So it's such a fun program, especially no matter where you are in your life. But if there's like a shift that you're wanting to make, like, it will hold you so accountable, and it will support you a lot to actually like stop saying that you're going to do it and do it. My group coaching program is called The Alignment. And this has taken on a few forms. And I I kind of kept it silent for the last two, three months to like let it kind of transform into what I wanted it to. And it's feeling really good now. And The Alignment, it it really came to me just the name from yoga. You know, in yoga, you want to make sure that your alignment is as correct as you can get it, that you know where your feet go, that you know where your your hands go, that you know where your shoulders should be so that you are in the correct alignment, so that you're safe and create a strong foundation from there to do the crazy moves and to to take the leaps and to do more you know, extravagant things. But you have to make sure that you know that your foundation is strong. You have to create a strong foundation before you do anything else. And that's the same, idea within the alignment. There's there's like pre-recorded lessons that you can watch at your own time around, you know, how to create your own foundation. What are the limiting beliefs that you might have that are getting in the way and how can you move past them? What is your inner critic saying to you? And how can you communicate with that inner critic voice in a loving way? So there's a few lessons on there to help you create this strong foundation of a relationship with yourself. And beyond that, we need every two weeks for open group coaching. I know in, in my own experience being a coach, I feel like the more I coach and the more I get coached, the more I need to be coached. <laughs> oh my so god. Yes. I wanted to like make sure that there was this like recurring space for women to be able to come in and come in however they are, you know, whether they're feeling really sad or feeling really defeated or feeling super proud and excited. Like Steph was saying earlier, like, you know, her, her purpose and her passion and is in like accepting all of the emotions, you know, it's like, come in. It doesn't matter if you're like not really feeling it today. No, it's like, come in, whether you're feeling it or not, so that you can be in community with people, no matter how you're feeling and know that your emotions are safe, no matter what they are.
1: And you do such a beautiful job, Kitty, of like holding space for those emotions. Like, I feel like When I've been around you and you're leading your Reiki and whatever, all the million things we've done. It's like you set up such a nice, welcoming, warm, like inviting place to be like, yeah, I'm super happy. I want to be celebrated, or I'm really frustrated, or I'm really angry. So yeah, you I I love the way you set up that that energy in in spaces.
2: Thank you. Maybe it's the human design reflector. Really, I'm just like reflecting back to you, whatever you're. Whoever yeah, you are. <laughs> true. So it's like you you get a little bit of yourself when you're around me. <laughs> well, I think you each you each
0: have strengths in that respect. And you you're both, you know, not just coaches and coaching people, but having that desire to be coached also through anybody that's coming into your program and experiencing what they're experiencing and stuff. I know I've attended your joy conference and for me, that experience is, is just felt like a, a warm hug. You're very intentional about all the speakers you bring to that space and the community that you've built. It's it's just amazing. It's oh. so cool
2: because it's also like it's a lot of introductions to different modalities because there are like I didn't know about human design until the Joy Conference three or four years ago, and now I'm like
1: all all in
2: it. And well, that's now one of the attendees is a human design expert now yeah she learned about it at the first joy conference
1: yes yes and that's exactly it. it's like it's a place to like ignite your joy you know it's like there's human design or there's you know uh kitty's gonna be coming back and doing reiki and yoga and so we might, might have never experienced yet, uh, reiki so i love that you said it's like a warm hug because it's like yeah that's supposed to, it's exactly how i it's supposed to feel and it's like oh what else can i learn it's definitely probably for people that are like lifelong learners or like students of life you know that just want to know like what other fun things can I know about
0: yes absolutely so you each have a company together you collaborate together on different projects and could you share a little bit about what this journey has been for both of you collaborating together and we'll talk a little bit more about little words project
2: yeah I think what was like most exciting about starting this company was that it's one of those things where it's like, sometimes you can't plan for like, amazing possibilities. And they happen, you know, like Steph and I knew that we wanted to work together in a capacity of like, coaching people and and doing workshops. But we didn't really know that it would become what it has become. And the way that it started, you know, Steph and I have done like a lot of We'd we'd done workshops together and I facilitated at the Joy Method one year. So we had like worked together in, in some capacities. And then I remember just like going for a walk one day and just, you know, getting an intuitive hit of like, it would be really nice to work with Steph again. Why don't you give her a call? You know, like that was just the thought. And then like the next day I was like, let's do group coaching something. I don't know. Like, are you open to working together? Don't have a plan for you, but let's figure something out. And she was like, yeah, (laughs) it's so good how that works. Yeah. And you, Steph had been having conversations with little words project. And so we kind of, the ideas merged into one.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And talking about intuition, like sometimes you may get a, uh, like a feeling to like call somebody or send somebody an email and you may not like fully understand it or know why you know, like when Katie first reached out, it wasn't like, it's like, I don't know what, like, what do you think? You know? And then I just happened to have started these conversations with little words and it was like, maybe this could work. So it's sometimes you just have to trust that there is like a safety net holding you, but you may not be able to see the entire path or like the next step. Um, SVKG wellness though has definitely evolved over, I would say years, but we haven't, we've, you know, it's been a year or a year and a half. <laughs> it feels so much longer. I don't know, but it's like, oh, we want to do coaching and we had like, you know, a, a group coaching together. And that was great for a few months we did it, but then both of us didn't feel like super alive and energized through it or towards the end of it. And then it's like, well, we were in um, why not start providing, energy healing and coaching and emotional intelligence and leadership to brands that are hard center brands, you know, brands that have the same values and alignment that we do as a way to help the brands connect deeper with their customer. So it was like, okay, well, who do we know? And, you know, how do we support them? And right now, enterprises and corporations and even small businesses are so much more open to we want to do coaching or we want to do tapping. We want to do energy healing where I feel like when I was in corporate or even when I started corporate, it, I don't want to say taboo, but you know, we were just in a different, in a different time. So we're now we have conversations with companies and the companies with work with, including little words, where it's like, we're going to do Reiki at workshops. We're going to do tapping. We're going to talk about your inner child. We're yes, bring it. Like we want all of that. So that feels so refreshing to be like fully authentic, who we are and not have to put on a mask to do the work inside these businesses.
2: Yeah, and I love that you mentioned that like you know it started we had our own group coaching program together and then we were like, oh that doesn't feel good like to allow when you are starting a business for it to change and evolve and like just because you started on one thing doesn't mean that you have to stick with that. Like it, everything has like its own lifespan and it's totally fair to shift and I think that's been this year for Steph and I with SVKG Wellness is like trying a few things out until we, we were like, oh no, no, we're like, we're doing corporate work together. You know, like that's what this business is. And it took a little bit to like get to that. And that's okay. It, like allowing your business to have a life of its own, I think is really important and for it to shift. That's amazing. So has this
0: collaboration and working together, contributed to each of your own healing journeys as
2: well in a sense
1: it, it's had to for sure yeah for oh sure. my god
2: I mean we're like married
1: we're like <laughs>
2: business, we have a business
1: marriage yeah it's true and we've we've gone through like knowing obviously each other and respecting each other to having to like establish boundaries or have like sometimes not challenging or maybe tough more than challenging where it's like a, we have to talk about this, you know, mm-hmm. or like expressing repro- vulnerability. Yes. And really also respecting each other's like human design. I feel like this business is very much honoring each of our human designs, which is also, you know, it's like a nice experiment to have, but mm-hmm. I think every relationship definitely with Katie, but I do think like every relationship you have, even if it's with like your local coffee barista contributes to an extent to your healing, you know, anybody that you see to somewhat a consistent basis, like at some point they're going to be on your edge, even if they got the coffee wrong one day and you're like, damn it, where's my cinnamon? And like, that's, that's an opportunity for healing. Like, it sounds silly, but that's an opportunity for for healing, you know? So I think anybody that has some sort of like constant presence in your life contributes to healing period. Yeah.
0: And a lot of people don't realize that. And that's sort of where this intuition comes into play and, allowing that to lead you and like you said Kitty being vulnerable and and being open to
2: having those tough
0: conversations
2: well and knowing too that like you know it's scary to be vulnerable because it's like well what will they say will they turn away will they be angry with me will they not accept my vulnerability and it's knowing too, that like, if I'm vulnerable with Steph, she's going to stay in the room with me, she's going to have her feelings, which are totally valid, they might not be the same feelings I'm going to have, but she's, she's going to stay there, she's not going to turn around, especially, you know, like, so I think knowing that in the partnership, like, whether it's a business partnership, or a friend or anything, you know, like, just being vulnerable, the fear is like, will they will the other person hear me and be there with me and to know that, like, Well, I know that Steph will and I will too when she shares her vulnerabilities. It might might not feel really great in my body, but like I'm going to fucking say. Absolutely. I love that. So either one of you could both talk about it, but for those
0: listening that don't know what Little Words Project is, could you tell us what that company is and how you contribute to them as the chief wellness officers?
1: Little Words is awesome. I mean, I'm wearing like, probably eight or nine bracelets. Um, But they are, I mean, they're like the OG word bracelet. And it's in essence, these like beautiful, super simple, but really beautiful bracelets with little words that are meant to inspire, encourage you, support you, um, be with you no matter what you're going through. Um, the founder Adriana had a profound experience just growing up being bullied and, um, and different things to that extent. And that's why she created this company. Um, You know, they have their community called Nice Nation. And it's just it really is. I mean, Katie and I talk about this every single time we do an event. It's like, every single person we meet that shops little words, the nicest, kindest, just beautiful people. And the whole idea is to, you know, you buy a bracelet and whatever. One of them is, I have face. I have one that's make magic. I've had other ones. But the idea is you, when you feel like you're done or like the cycle has ended or you're not relying on that word anymore, or you meet somebody, you have a really good story about this kitty um, on, from the, from the retreat, yeah. right? You you pass it along. Right. So it's really nice because you can register your bracelet with these little ID tags that they have. And then you see like the life and the journey of the bracelet, because it's really going to live on forever. And the little word will continue like doing its magic.
2: Yeah, it's such a beautiful brand. And my, my first word was practice. I got it, it. It was like, a you can buy pre-made words, bracelets, or you can choose your own word and, you know, customize it. So I, I made one that said practice because it's all about practice versus perfection. And I wanted to have that reminder. And Steph and I had our first wellness retreat with the brand in Miami back in April, where we had about 25 women join for a weekend in Miami. And we did wellness workshops and yoga and tapping and all of the things. And there was someone, one of the attendees was talking about, you know, wanting to let go of her perfectionist tendencies. And so at the end of the the weekend, I gave her my practice bracelet. And I was sad to let it go because I was like, I still need to work on this practice. But like, I was obviously very excited to give it to her and she had such a great time at the Miami festival that she came to the New York Year- New Jersey Wellness Festival that we had earlier this month and it was so great to see her and she was wearing the bracelet it it's was so like it was so exciting i was like oh my god i'm seeing the bracelet again it lives on um and it was so it was cool to see like you know the bracelet doing its thing going from person to person And our role within the company as chief wellness officers has been to really bring these bracelets to life in in a new way throughout these workshops that we have online, through these wellness festivals that we have in person. And we've also, you know, it's important for us to extend these workshops and this coaching to the company as a whole. Um, And so we've done internal workshops as well. And the team is just incredible. It's such a growing brand. And with a growing brand obviously comes a lot of work and a lot of dedication. And so meeting, getting to to meet the people behind the brand has been so wonderful. They're all all also kind and hardworking and have made this brand what it is. So it's been an amazing trip so far.
1: And also, I, I have to just add to that a little bit. Like the, the idea of like a chief wellness officer, it's it's relatively new roles and responsibilities within companies. And it's really, I feel really inspired by the companies, including obviously little words, that are putting like their money where, where their mouth is, right? It's like they do want to have more focus in wellness. Of course, they're a business, of course, they're here to sell bracelets, um, but they're rooted in kindness and courage and Um, you know, being nice to one another. And the fact that they're like, yeah, we're going to bring in two experts, two coaches that have in essence, like wellness in their portfolio or their experience to bring in more of that wellness, not just internally to our team, but externally to our customers. It feels very aligned, right? So when Mm -hmm. I was sharing earlier, like SVKG wellness is working with brands that are, that are like hard, you know, based, and they have values similar to SV empowerment, similar to kiddies, businesses, uh, business. Then it's like th- those are the people we want to work with, and this company is exactly that. Like we've had so many people come to our wellness events, customers, and being like, "Wow, this wellness event is unlike anything I've ever been to. Like these these people are actually nice, you know, because a lot of times you go to a wellness event and people are like." a little cold, a little icy, a little like, "Mm, I'm here for whatever. Um, and that might be your vibe, but this is like actual wellness, warmth community. Um, so I feel really proud to be able to partner and be with a company that walks the talk when it comes to kindness and wellness and and being nice to one another. Yeah.
2: It's crazy. The
1: customers that little words project has
2: customers isn't even the right word for them, but I can't think of another one right now, but they're right. all just like, they make the events, you know, obviously Steph and I and the whole team at little words project, like are big contributors, but like, it wouldn't be what it is without the amazing people that come to the events. You know, they make it, they really bring it to life as a community. Yes.
0: yes. I love that. So I ask all my guests that come on the show, this very important question, and I'm going to ask each of you and you can. back and forth and speak on it a little bit what is one amazing possibility that you've discovered on your journey and what is one that you feel has yet to be discovered or that you are considering but just hasn't shown up yet
1: an amazing possibility that i that i was super intentional this year with was that has happened is that (laughs) time really is an illusion so when I had my daughter a year and a half ago, still being a business owner, my intention was I want to work less hours because I'm going to be like her primary caretaker. My husband has a corporate, you know, nine to five job, but I still want to continue growing my business and being successful and, you know, continue increasing my wealth and having incredible aligned clients. And like, it has happened, you know, like this year, my business has grown so much in, in clients, financially with people that I'm working with. And I'm, I really work maybe 15 hours a week coming from working like 40, 50 hours or 60, whatever it is, you you know, it's it's pretty incredible to be like, you can work less and be so much more efficient and intentional and purposeful with your time and continue to grow your business, continue to work with even more soulmate clients, uh, soulmate companies business partners all of that really exists like the hard work doesn't just mean success and hustle like there's other ways to go about it so that has been a recent discovery intentional discovery and it's it's pretty great
2: yeah i love that it's always something to think about when you're working like how intentional you're being how on it you're being versus kind of dilly-dallying and like making something that could take you 30 minutes 3 hours if you're not being intentional with your time I think, you know, my little word bracelet for 2023 is collaboration. And I really wanted to be intentional about collaborating because I can't grow a business, although it's my business. I know I can't grow it alone. And so this year, I wanted to really focus on collaboration. And like we've made it happen, you know, this year, Steph and I have partnered with Little Words Project. We've partnered with Biolage. We've partnered with Key Soul Care, like all of these like incredible brands. And it's really through collaborating with them and reaching out and, and pitching them beautiful ideas. And sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it's a no, sometimes it's a yes, but changed it a little bit. And, but it's, it's all happened. And I think for an amazing possibility, I, I want to really root into for the what's coming of the year and next year is like really identifying what my desires are like continuing to identify what my desires really are and having the courage to ask for them to ask for your desires you know to not like let the fear stop you but like what even are my desires first of all and then like don't back away from asking for them you know so that's what I really want to start working on for oh. continue to work on this. I'm year. gonna hold
1: you, I'm gonna hold you accountable on that one. Kimberly. Thank you. <laughs> Are you asking you know, your you heart's know. desires? Yes. I think my amazing possibility comes with my my physical, my body. After I had Dylan, I was like I am so proud of my body, right? I was like, oh my God, I gave birth and I and I created a human. And even though I've oh well, not always, but through you know, after my twenties been intentional with my body movement and working out and eating really healthy I'm really excited about the possibility of like if I become even more intentional and focused like what is this like potential that lies within my physical body you know like if I'm truly consistent and committed to like health um, and wellness within my physical body like I've been but then I'm like well it's this and that where now it's like what is that actual like gentle but anchored commitment looks like so that feels exciting and it's not always like again fun there is discipline and commitment but it feels like peaceful to listen to that voice to be like huh how could this what does this journey look like um so yeah we'll we'll see where we'll see where that takes me have there been like new ways of movement that you've
2: discovered or is it like tapping back into the things that you've done that make you feel good
1: yeah I think it's tapping back through my 20s I I lifted a lot and I really liked it and then um, I always had a trainer and now I went back to the gym without the train without a trainer and it's kind of discovering the like the machines and like the circuit and all of that but it's more about wants to be like a like a life commitment and not Mm -hmm. just like a a trend like a yeah you know I'm like if I were to be that person that's just like I was listening to Wayne Dyer this morning and he was saying he's like yeah for the past you know may his soul rest in peace but for the past 30 years or whatever years he was he's like I always ran 10 to 12 miles every day and I was like (gasps) Like, wow. and he's like, he's like, I loved it. You know, no matter if I was like speaking, he's like, sometimes I would go to like, he was talking about Michigan kitty and like Detroit. And he's like, and it was freezing. So I wasn't running outside. I would just, sometimes I would sit at hotels with no gyms and I would just run around the hallway, you know, or going up and down the stairs for like an hour and a half because I was, and I'm like, wow, like, what is that like to say? Like I've done something for like 15 years that supports my physical body. You know, so it's kind of like walking has always been a thing, which I think will always, but it's like, what is that next level of like challenge? And where is that, where is that possibility? So we'll see.
0: Yeah. And what magic shows up along the way. Exactly. There's not just saying, oh, what is this possibility? But you know, what can I discover? Right. This possibility, because it's actually becoming more of what you can discover not so much a possibility because you're doing the thing yes in that energy of now how do, how do I want to feel in my physical body what kind of person do I want to be not just what I look like but how do I feel energetically mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly. exactly I love these Carmen wisdoms it drops <laughs> it drops and then you're like Boom. Yes. Yes. Well, thank yes you so much.
0: That. And I could talk forever and ever about it all. I can also <laughs> talk to you too forever. And I'm so grateful that I've gotten to know you along the last few years and also collaborating on this podcast. And you become both become really great support systems for me and with the love and the, the accountability and all the things. So. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you. And I'm so grateful for both of you.
2: Oh, we feel it right back, Carmen. We, we feel it you, right Carmen. back to you.
0: So this is the end of our episode, but I do have some fun rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Ready. ready. And you can each answer, what is the last book you've read
2: or a book you're reading? I uh, just finished this book last week called Pineapple Street, um, and it takes place in my old neighborhood, Brooklyn Heights, so it was nice to to be back there, um, in my mind, at least, and right now I'm reading a book called Normal People. I've been very into novels lately.
1: I love I'm Normal not- People. Yeah? Loved you read it. it. Loved it. Oh my loved god, it, loved I'm it.
2: like halfway through, and I'm like, I want to know how this is going to end, I so I'm excited to finish people. it.
1: <laughs> I started reading last was Happy Place. And I love Emily Henry and I wanted to like it so much, but I just couldn't, like I couldn't. <laughs> and I'm not one of those that's like, I started it. I must finish it. I'm like, I will walk out of a movie theater. I will close down the book. I will stop halfway yeah. through. Like So I wanted to like it so bad. The cover is so cute. I love her. Mm-mm. So that, that didn't happen. And then the one that I started this morning, it's, it's called uh, No Limit Person by Wayne Dyer so i love novels too so it's kind of like novels personal growth you know it's, it's, know. it's, it's a little mix mix and match the
2: one i want to read next is um unbound i don't know if you read it no i've heard it. it's it's by um kasha kasha urbaniak she's a i think she's a coach you know it's like a Personal Self-help, health, per- like. personal growth book, but I've heard a lot of people keep recommending it, so I think that's the next
0: one. Sounds interesting. What
2: Favorite. book are you reading, Carmen? What am I reading? The fire questions come back to you.
0: <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. I was listening to an audio. It's called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and he he oh. he narrates the book, so it's pretty good. Nice to hear his voice. That, that makes it so much better. His
2: sultry voice.
0: <laughs> (laughs) favorite snack you can't get enough
1: of right now oh my god it's like i mean i don't know if it's boring i made it for kitty kitty really liked it delicious Um, it's like it's not boring at all yeah it's not boring i've just been eating it for months and it still shows up in my mouth um it's a rice cake with cottage cheese nut butter whichever cinnamon and blueberries it's so
2: good Mm, it's so good that sounds
1: really good um I guess I'll say peaches it's
2: peach season so I've been last year I overdid it with the peaches so I'm trying to take it slow this year <laughs> like I was like enough peaches I can't have another one so I'm trying to you know savor them a little more this year <laughs> I learned how to
0: make peach jam last year my mom
2: taught oh, me oh delicious! I love maybe peach, I should do anything. that Yum. we made peach and lavender jam which was really good. Oh, yeah. lavender jam. That's what I want to learn how to make. Like, was it lavender jam or peach with lavender? Peach with lavender, yeah. Sounds that delicious. Sounds amazing. So lavender made, anything you know, you, is so you good. You steep the lavender
0: buds, so it's like you make it into a tea, and then you use okay. that. Okay. Yeah.
1: With the peach. Mm-hmm. Oh, send me some.
0: And the last one. What is bringing you joy right now?
1: Uh, the weather
2: here where I am in Michigan is beautiful today and tomorrow. And um so I I went for a swim a little bit earlier, put the wetsuit on and jumped in Lake Michigan. And there's like no greater joy than that, to be honest. It's such a such
1: so it's so lucky,
2: so refreshing. Yeah. yeah. I mean I had the wetsuit on but it was still very refreshing.
1: It's oh so God. cold. Yeah, that sounds that sounds so good. I love jumping in cold water too. I've been really enjoying doing so many things with, with Dylan Joy. And just like going to a museum, going to the park, doing a little picnic, going to breakfast together, like those little things that I'm like, this is why I have the flexibility in my business Um, and with myself to be able to just like enjoy her until she has to go to school or whatever it is, has just felt super joyful. Like it's, uh, it's the best. Mm -hmm. Because she's at an age now where she can like... She's enjoy like it little, she's not like like a little human all
2: of it yeah
1: yeah it's just it's like oh my gosh it's so fun I have the best time with her and she's so curious about everything everything <laughs> and she like points with her little finger at stuff and ma 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 ma, 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 ma and I'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> what's bringing you joy Carmen
0: this conversation with the two of you oh, me too this is this has so been beautiful so fun oh. yeah. I really so, appreciate, so yeah. I really appreciate you guys taking your time out of your day to come on this podcast, discovering amazing possibilities. It's been a pleasure having this conversation with you both. How can people connect with you?
1: Uh, I am mostly active on on the IG, so come hang out. It's at Stephanie show. I'm sure Carmen will spell it out for you somewhere.
2: I'll put it uh, in the show notes.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's probably the the easiest, most up-to-date. I mean, obviously my website has info. If you want to learn more about joy method or all the things, it's just stephanievershow.com. But, um, IG is probably the, the quickest, mo- most up-to-date things.
2: Yeah, me too. And we're both super active. So if you send us a DM, we will be there. Yeah. KittyGonzalez.com and KittyGonzalez wherever forever is my Instagram. Excellent. Now, do you
0: have any last words of wisdom for the listeners as we end today's episode?
1: I would say always, always, uh, which is one of my little words, always look for the, the, the magic. You know, even if we're having like a shitty day or it's like there's always magic around. Just keep an eye out for the magic that's that's like within your days, within your life, within your work, within your coffee, within your partner. Just keep an eye out for the magic.
2: Yeah, look for it. I would say to uh, remember to connect with little you, with your inner child. Give give them attention and love and do the things that they loved doing when they were little. You know, like play and do, do the things they enjoyed.
0: Yes, because as adults, sometimes we forget
1: what's bringing us the most joy and we stop doing it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for having us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having us. This was so much fun. You're so very welcome. And thank you for coming
0: on
2: anytime.
1: What an amazing conversation
0: I just had with Kitty and Stephanie. They're such kind human beings and I'm so very grateful they took the time to come on the podcast. We talked about leading with your intuition and creating amazing possibilities on the journey. Also connecting with your own joy of what brings you joy. And never forgetting to look for the magic on the journey. I'll leave you with this last and final thought. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? If you enjoyed this episode or were inspired by something you heard, share the show with someone you know. Or you can rate and review it. Rating and reviewing the show really helps to get it out into the world and into people's ears. And if you want to connect with me, Carmen Shields. I'm over on Instagram at Amazing Possibility or on my website at IamCarmenshields.com